baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Mind-blowing. Those are the only words I could come up with to describe the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. Because once you understand what actually happened there, and it took a whole weekend of digging to figure it out, you, well, strap on your seatbelt. I'm going to make it simple. And it really is simple. The Presidential Records Act has no criminal penalties attached to it. What does that mean? The FBI and the Department of Justice have no right to enforce it. In fact, the DOJ has admitted this before in court. So what does the Presidential Records Act actually say? Essentially, that the president has to turn the records over to the National Archive. Then they give them back usually to the Presidential Library. And it provides a means to challenge the president civilly, like in court. Like, you can sue him if he doesn't turn the records over. And conservative and liberal groups have. But there's no criminal penalties, which means the FBI, Ray DeMarlo Largo, totally illegal. If only there was some, like, I don't know, court ruling saying this. Well, there is. Ten years ago, the conservative group Judicial Watch sued Bill Clinton for his records because they thought there might be evidence of crimes in some of the records he was keeping. And like Trump, refused to turn over to the National Archives, so they sued him. Judge Amy Berman Jackson ruled that there was no part of the Presidential Records Act that would compel the National Archives to seize records from a former president. Any enforcement mechanism initiated by them and the Attorney General would be civil procedures and have no criminal penalty. Why? Because, again, there's no criminal penalty attached to the law. Civil procedure, what's that? It means if you want the records, you have to sue them. If the DOJ wants the records, they've got to sue. The National Archives want them, they got to sue. They cannot kick the door in. Now, keep in mind, DOJ went and got these records using the thug boot of their law enforcement agency, the FBI. But why did the DOJ argue in that court case with Clinton? On the record, they actually filed to say that Clinton shouldn't have to turn them over. Yet when they found Trump in the exact same situation, they put their boot through his door. Judge Jackson, in that case with Clinton, also wrote, quote, The president is completely entrusted with the management and even the disposal of presidential records during his time in office. Jackson went even further ruling that a president has discretion on determining what are and are not personal versus official records and his right to declassify or destroy records at will. In other words, they can do pretty damn much anything they want with these records because they're the chief executive. They don't answer to anybody. So she told Judicial Watch to pound sand. There's no legal way to get them. So what did that FBI warrant say? Well, it's that Trump's personal and classified records, but it gets worse. The FBI argued in court 
that no president has the right to keep any of the records, that that is illegal. Well, that had come as a shock to President Obama, who spent $30 million in court defending his right to keep the records. He ultimately won. He still got them. He never turned them over to the National Archives. We don't even know what they are. President Bush also fought multiple court cases to keep his records private. So the FBI boot will go through Obama and Bush's doors in three, two, one, never. It's outrageous, the double standard. Now you can see why the FBI and the Department of Justice are fighting in court to keep as much as the affidavit of the affidavit behind the warrant hidden as possible. Because this was an illegal raid. Here's what Tom Fitton, the head of Judicial Watch, who was also the head of Judicial Watch when they sued Bill Clinton, said at the time of the Trump raid. You know, we had sued over Bill Clinton having presidential records, and a left-wing court in the District of Columbia said, too bad the president has essentially absolute authority to designate White House records as personal records and do what he wants with them. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is just weak tea. And uh, there's no ready justification for this. And uh, I tell you, uh, if, if uh, Republicans go forward with full funding for the FBI and Justice Department after these outrages, uh, you have to wonder what they're there for. So to recap, the DOJ, which actually argued in court that Clinton shouldn't have to turn his records over to anybody because the Presidential Record Act doesn't force him to, in that very case, you just heard Tom Fitton talking about, yeah, that DOJ turned around and raided Trump using criminal provisions of the Presidential Records Act that don't exist. And that's the biggest shocker here. You're probably thinking, wait, don't you need evidence of a crime to get a warrant? You used to. Not anymore. Not if you find the right liberal judge. If this all feels familiar to you, it should. This is a replay of the Russia collusion strategy. See, collusion, if you remember, was never against the law. But unless you're a really close talk radio listener, you probably missed that. That's right. Even if Trump had colluded with Russia the way that Hillary did, Clinton did, ironically, to create the dossier that launched all of this FBI stuff against Trump, that's not illegal. Collusion isn't illegal. But it sounds like it is. So they said collusion over and over and over again. People thought Trump had committed crimes. That's what they're doing with all this oh, nuclear secrets. <laughs> so who cares? Obama, Clinton, Bush could have walked off with all the nuclear secrets they want, according to the Presidential Records Act. It's up to them. And Trump, you'll remember, had a standing executive order that automatically declassified anything he took home. In other words... This whole thing, total bogus. Floating the nuclear secrets thing, it's just a distraction for those who don't understand this case. It doesn't matter what was in the papers. Here's Trump Deputy Advisor Sebastian Gorka on his radio show explaining this. The Presidential Records Act has no criminal annex. There's nothing, there's no criminal statute aspect of the Records Act. It's just an agreement that the, 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 after Nixon, the records have to be put in an archive. 
As a result, you can't raid somebody's house based upon the Presidential Records Act. You have to get a warrant. A warrant has to pertain to a crime that has committed or a crime that is imminently about to be committed. So why does Merrick Garland sit on it for three weeks? Is the crime imminent or not? The DOJ, shock horror, knows what's in the affidavit. They know what needs to be redacted or not redacted. The reason they can't reveal it I'll just quote Cash Patel. Cash Patel, who I didn't know until he came on my show last week, is President Trump's representative to the National Archives, a former DOJ counterterrorism prosecutor, Devin Nunes' former chief investigator, and former deputy of national intelligence. He said, he said it explicitly, these documents are connected to Operation Crossfire Hurricane and to the Russia collusion hoax. They need to bury them. They need to put them in the burn bag before we find out. But but, but wait, where are you going to find a judge to issue a warrant for something that isn't even a crime? I mean, that is a legal farce on its face. Well, they found one. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And you know what? They did the same thing with Russia collusion. Remember, in a violation of the Fourth Amendment, that would have had our founders spitting in their graves. Donald Trump was forced by the 30-agent FBI Mueller team to turn over more than a million documents. Subpoenas and warrants were leveled as part of that investigation, even though there was no crime. In a way, Trump hurt himself by complying, and I think he did it because he had Republicans from Trey Gowdy to Tim Scott to Lindsey Graham, just a couple of the scoundrels from my state saying, well, we got a lot of play out. I mean, you got to cooperate. I mean, and Lindsey Graham even threatening he'd go along with impeachment um, if Trump were to fire Mueller or to do any of that. So it was largely political pressure that did it, that kept the whole thing. It was a fishing expedition to get rid of Trump. But unfortunately, by going along with it, it's kind of like letting that bully bully you unopposed without taking a swing at him where he knows there might be some sort of penalty they're doing it again this is the exact strategy behind the russia collusion hoax what it shows is they literally can't find a crime so they just go get a warrant anyway but what are they looking for cash patel who donald trump appointed as his intermediary between himself and the national archives says he knows The Russia collusion documents that Trump promised over and over again to declassify, the ones that contain all the records of the FBI's illegal and dirty deeds in the Russia collusion hoax, those documents, they're in the boxes, Cash Patel says. So does Newsweek. They reported the same thing. The article that clinches this whole thing in Newsweek is headlined, FBI sought documents Trump hoarded for years, comma, including about Russiagate. And in it, they admit the FBI used concerns about classified documents to justify the the raid. But agents, Newsweek reported, were looking for Trump's personal stash containing documents related to Russian collusion accusations against him, fearing that Trump would, quote, weaponize them. So Newsweek 
is writing this for liberals and saying, oh, no, we got to get to Russia collusion docs. Trump could weaponize them. Well, of course he could. They contain evidence of the FBI's crimes. Newsweek even fretted that, quote, one former Trump official said he may have planned to use the documents to help in a presidential run. What, by exposing further felonies than the ones at least one FBI agent's already been convicted of in relation to the whole thing, Kleinsmith? According to their sources, they say they have two. Quote, the sought-after documents deal with a variety of intelligence matters of interest to the former president, the officials suggest, including material that Trump apparently thought would exonerate him of any claims of Russia collusion in the 2016 or any other election-related charges. The source concludes, they collected everything that rightfully belonged to the U.S. government, but the true target was these documents that Trump had been collecting since early in his administration, the source told Newsweek. These, Cash Patel says, are the crossfire hurricane documents. You know, the ones that Trump promised us for years he was going to declassify, teased us for years that he was going to declassify. If you listen to my show during the 2020 period, you remember me freaking out. About once a month, I do a long monologue on it. The Trump better get started because the intelligence community would expect to be able to redact parts of it. Trump didn't have to let them theoretically, but there would have been a big row if he didn't because it had been tradition. So if he was going to do this, he needed to get started. But you'll remember what happened. He turned the job over to Bill Barr. Bill Barr was going to declassify. Turn out Bill Barr was a treacherous leech. He initially told us that he'd have it done by the spring of 2020. Well, the spring passed and then the summer passed and I began to panic. I mean, they had to drop him by July at the latest to get him declassified by the election so people would have a fair chance to vote on what happened. It never happened. August passed and then September, then October rolled around and at the last minute before the election, Trump declassified, but it was hopeless. It had to go to the intelligence community or they would accuse him of publishing classified information that was damaging sources and methods, Russia. Well, Bill Barr did nothing. Trump waited all the way up until the last day in office to sign an executive order, ordering that the crossfire hurricane documents be published in the congressional record and turning that over to, guess, guess who, Biden, Biden's DOJ and Biden's FBI to get that done. Needless to say, it didn't. Folks, this makes me literally want to walk over to the wall and bang my head and scream at Trump. I don't understand why he did this. Because by not exposing these people, and you'll remember this from the last Battleground podcast in the series, the Insane Things one from Friday, the problem here is that by not exposing them, yes, Peter Strzok was fired, but his entire team remained in place. Then you'll never guess who was in charge of the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid. Yup, them. Even though, incredibly, they themselves should have recused themselves because they're under investigation criminally by John Durham, the special counsel. It's, it is unbelievable that FBI Director Ray didn't have some other division do this, handle this. I suspect that the most crooked people are actually in that cyber division, and they don't trust anyone else to do it because you might end up with an honest agent, and that could be a disaster. But the bottom line is... These people ended up in Trump's living room because of Trump. He is, pa- he is partly to blame. He should have declassified. And you know what, folks? He has declassified these documents twice now. Sadly, our side has had to sue. 
for 19 months using FOIA trying to get these documents. What is Trump waiting for? For the love of God and all that is holy. Take them. Put, you know, pray, pray he had the sons to make a copy. Pray he did. The FBI obviously doesn't think he has a copy or they wouldn't have bothered with this whole thing. Pray he has the sense to finally do what has got to be done for all that is holy. Publish those documents that just dump them in a box on the porch of Mar-a-Lago. We'll do the rest. Give them to us. Stop this. Because the effect that this has had by Trump doing this, and I suspect he got really bad advice and bought into Bill Barr. By the way, the whole time Bill Barr is not declassifying, you know what he was doing? He would later confess that he was hiding Hunter's crimes so they wouldn't influence the election from the Republicans on the Intelligence Committee that were investigating him. So that's who Bill Barr was. That's who Trump turned the responsibility for declassification over to. I suspect he got bad advice and believed it. But you know what? He's declassified them not once, but twice now. They're the subject of FOIA lawsuits, for, for God's sake. Just turn them over, please. It's honestly, folks, I'm getting to the point. I'm just tired of hearing Trump whine about the FBI. If we'd done everything we could to fight them and lost... I'd have to say, well, I'm going to take my licks. These guys are evil. But we haven't. We left the worst of the worst in place to terrorize Americans. And as it turns out, Trump himself. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.